Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Absolutely crazy day for the advanced analytics universe. JT's on the edit. It's going to be crazy. One warning, though, there is some choice language. So NSFW, NSF kids probably uh i don't know what else guy says on these intros um so let's bloody go eh can you feel it welcome to a draft special that has been interrupted by a social media firestorm involving kevin durant we're reacting like on the day this is pretty exciting my name is guy williams um, I'm joined by my brother, Paul Williams. Hello. And uh, my friend, JT. Uh, can I do my... I can't say my my joke name, eh? <laughs> you can say whatever you want, man. Uh, what's, your, oh, what's your joke name on the podcast app? Pal. Pal ass guzzler. <laughs> yeah, good on you, man. I'm really glad we got that one off early. Um, this is a, bar, a podcast about um, basketball and the NBA, it's called Advanced Analytics. So, JT, you're obsessed with the scandal. Um, Paul, you might not even be aware it happened. Um, JT, get us up to speed. Okay, Paul, I'm going to give you, I'm going to explain, I'm going to Eli five you right now. Okay. You know, you know how Kevin Durant's always like had... Um, always responding to people on Twitter and he like had a fake account, even though he's like a 32 year old multimillionaire, who's like an incredible athlete, right? Yeah. You know, you got that as a background yes. and people, people was like, Oh, it's sort of cute that he like, engage- he just loves the game. He's engaging with fans. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out he's a homophobic, misogynist weirdo and has <laughs> but Michael, Michael Rappaport. I mean, this is just a very strange story all around, but, Michael Rappaport, who um, is an actor, comedian, and sort of fringe basketball personality. I mean, I don't call him a comedian. I don't think he deserves that. He, call, well, he calls himself he calls himself a disruptor in his Twitter bio as yeah, well. Yeah, he sucks. What's he, he disrupting? He absolutely sucks. And he was he used, he used to be on Basketball Sports, which we'll get to. But he got he got fired and then lost a defamation case. I think he was the sewer. But anyway, today he, he, <laughs> today he released uh, a series of DMs from Easy Money Sniper. And they are some of the most shocking DMs I've ever seen. So there is very barely a reply from Rappaport. Uh, just, just so people know, oh, can I can I say two things? Easy Money Sniper is Kevin Durant, and um, Rappaport deleted a lot of his replies. Apparently, whoa! Um, don't get don't be don't get into the the uh, victim blaming here, guys. Sorry, sorry. Whoa! Continue, continue. continue okay, continue. okay. So anyway, the the origin of this allegedly was, you know, that uh, there was a very awkward interview with Chuck and KD. And and Mike and Rappaport said something like he's what if he doesn't if he's so scared to do interviews don't do them, and then there's probably Rappaport's released about 25 DMs and maybe he deleted some, but but it doesn't matter what he said because multiple times Kevin Durant is wanting to fight him 
telling him to meet him on various street <laughs> corners at times. Again, this is Kevin Durant, 31-year-old, mini 100 millionaire. He's, he's also um, makes a lot of misogy misogynistic comments about Michael Rappaport's wife and a lot of homophobia. It's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. And it's it's crazy. It's one of the craziest things in NBA history. Like it's like it's not often you have documentation of someone being so um, uh, kind of unhinged and uncensored as well. And what on earth? Even if Rappaport's deleted everything. Unless the preceding tech, unless the preceding message was say say the cringiest thing that you could think of if you were a thirteen year old, <laughs> that's the only way I can see the following message being justified, which was I heard it all before you c word. Chuck doesn't need you as security. You pale, pasty, cum guzzling bitch. This is a thirty one year old sending that to a fifty one year old, and these are celebrities. This is so weird. Paul, it's reactions. so weird. Reaction is Rappaport is bad, right? Yeah. Talk shit, get hit. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you should tune into Bustle Sports because they, they, that's what their um, reaction is. No, uh, yeah, pretty crazy, crazy stuff. That's my reaction. It just, it just, it, it's like it, there's, there's multiple layers of weirdness here. Like the first layer is KD, even though it's got him in trouble so many times, like getting into arguments in the Instagram comments against. 13 year old boys and like making fake accounts. It's weird to reply to trolls. Like Rappaport is like, a, that's what he is mm. basically a troll, a famous troll. And um, it's also really weird to um, you, use such horrific burns that aren't like clever or funny. It's just like, it's actually just rank. It, it like makes him look insane. He probably, in his, well, not in his defense, but um, he probably didn't expect. Rappaport to not follow the snitches get stitches code <laughs> and just share them straight away. But what's wrong with him? He's he's been he's got stitches or or Katie's had snitches so many times. Why is this? Mm. Why is he not learning lessons? Sorry, <laughs> I just put my <laughs> I put my hand up and now on Zencaster my image is <laughs> jumping up and down and it says come guzzler it's something to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come, Guzzler, go ahead, mate. Right. Go hard. So it's a real shame that KD, like, if KD was just being like, come fight me on the street, that's super weird. Yeah. But I'd be like, I would love it because Rappaport sucks so much. And even today, Rappaport, after doing this, he put up another post being like, we used to, like, a photo of the two of them being like, we used to be friends, but you, you took it too far, KD. And it's like, get a grip. <laughs> but I just can't, I can't get past some of the stuff in here. Like, it, some of these messages, even if they're a joke, it's so weird to say for an adult. Give us, give it, give us, give, give us some more. Give us some uh, more. Your wife mad as fuck because you w wasting that little bit of money on a lawyer's because you can't take a joke. How pussy are you? Your wife doesn't even respect you. Your bitch. Uh, there's a lot of stick sucking. So oh, suck a dick. A lot of stick sucking stuff. <laughs> like even when you were like 13, these weren't great insults, you know. I think I could come up with a lot better. I'd just be like, not talk to him. The biggest insult of all, just not acknowledge this, like, loser. Well, that's that's the weirdest thing, is that Kevin Durant seems like he needs to engage with these people. And I, I just, at this point, just kind of feel a bit sorry for him, to be honest, because he seems like he's in, a like, a bad place. Yeah, man, it sucks. I, I, I just left change jobs, 
and my friend at work through went through like an absolute like sort of um sort of homer style audit like quest to get me a um, durant jersey in size medium and today i texted him <laughs> like can you return it out i cannot walk <laughs> i cannot walk around with a durant i, I like honestly couldn't unless i don't see wait, how wait, wait, I, so I why was he getting you a durant this. jersey because I left work, it was like a really cool living yeah. g- a gift, but it, but he had, but it's like you cannot get a size medium ah. anywhere in New Zealand. So he called about a hundred hundred Nike stores wow. and then ended up having to order it. Um, you, do you know what you can't get? You can't get a red Pelicans, um, New Orleans uh, Hornets Stephen Adams jersey. That's something that needs to be more available in New Zealand. Don't tell me no, you're no, trying no, to jump no, on the bus. No, 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 no. You're trying no, to jump on the bloody Pelicans bandwagon. Now supports the Pelicans. I hate the Pelicans. It was a friend who was looking for it, not me. Definitely not me. Yeah. Your friend's not Michael Rappaport, <laughs> is it? Yeah, it is, man. <laughs> I support the Raptors, and they are going bad. But um, we should probably kick into a uh, 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 trade deadline. Um, Rappaport up. Sorry. So JT, you've been obsessed with the um, trade deadline. What's the um, uh, what's what 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 what's the big scoops? What's the big news from this uh, most recent trade deadline? So I think Lowry not going anywhere. That's that's a big scoop. And I think uh, obviously the Magic. We'll get into that with Paul. I also find it hilarious that the Rockets effectively like that Tillman. What's his name again? Tillman Fratata. Fratata, yeah, Fratata. Uh, I'll put a little bit of accent on that. Uh, old Fratata, <laughs> he um he's allowed just to like gut a team like you would a distressed asset and get away with it. Like get rid of him. Yeah. He's effectively just dumping salary. And so and mm. uh, correct me if I'm wrong, not to not to skip to this one, but did they effectively trade James Harden for Kelly uh, Olenek, who I love based on his Fryer Tuck image? But him and what, Avery Bradley? Because <laughs> that's it, right? Jo- oh, I guess Wait. John Wall, who needs another surgery. Congrats. No, they got a lot of they got a lot of picks. They could have got Ben Simmons, and they're like, "Nah, better hold off." No, I don't know if they could. Bill Simmons is saying they could have got Ben Simmons, but I think they would have taken that deal if they could have gotten it. Like, I don't, I don't know how sweet the Ben Simmons, like, how much. Um, oh, and oh the, oh, the other thing was, um, you got to remember, he just did not whatever he did, whatever he wanted, he just did not want to trade with um, uh, Philly. He did not want to trade with Daryl Morey, so that also is a so, big factor. So let me ask you a question. Historically, is it a good strategy to cut off your nose to spite your face? Like, does that usually work? <laughs> no, because he, he, he did get a lot of picks. Like, what he did kind of made sense, but you, you, you do raise good points. Um, I want to get to Paul. Paul, your team, the Orlando Magic, have been absolutely gutted. The Magic are dead. Like, how are you feeling? What do you mean? Well, like Wait, how the are they players doing? that you've been following on this podcast year in, they are... year out. Even Fournier, gone. No. Okay, let's start by saying they're not dead. They're riding high after a huge comeback win on the road against yeah. the LA Clippers Yeah. today. Um, no, it's, uh, man, an emotional time as a Magic fan. Um, huge change. Players we loved as fans. We loved to watch. Um, we knew we knew this day was coming when Vucevic was going to get traded, I feel. Um, but it's sad. It is sad. He was the, you know, he I, was the franchise player. 
Can I can I plus and, one that for a minute? Because mm. on this podcast, listeners will know that you've been talking about these idiots for about three years now. You love Vooch, Fournier, Gordon. Those are your boys. They've been doing pure magic for so many years now, so many great first-round exits. So that was not supposed to be a joke. I genuinely felt sad when they blew it up and just didn't keep one of those guys round as kind of like a Kyle Lowry-style figurehead. You know, I felt I felt bad about it. Well, there are, there are st- still guys still around. around. But, Terrence um, Ross to flame on? Yeah, Terrence, Terrence Ross, the human Oh, torch. I've got a question. Kyle Guzzler has something to say. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so Vooch is on a real good contract, right? Which is declining. It's like a, it's a forward-loaded contract, so the later years are less money. Wouldn't his value as a draft pick, uh, yeah. uh, his value just keep going up and up? Because, you, like, so you could get another two years off him, but it's that cheaper money. Does that make? I was surprised that they. I thought they could have got um, more. I don't think so, because the contract. You know, he's he's. Surely most valuable when he's got years he's left. He's the sort of guy contract, that's going right? to He's going to stick it out. Um, Vucevic isn't testing the market, surely. I, yeah. I, I think, JT, it depends on how good you think Vucevic is. Like, is a contender going to get him and like play him in the playoffs? Like, probably not. Yeah. It's a real shame the Mavs already had Porzingis. I would have loved to see Vuce and the Mavs. That would be nice. What about him? What about the Bulls? Do you think Vuce is going to go good on the Bulls? Um... I don't know. They're 0-2 so far. They lost to the Spurs and the Warriors. Um, he's put up some big stat lines, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't really watched the Bulls to really speak but Paul, on that. what about the most exciting but, um, thing? RJ Hampton, New Zealand Breakers connection. you got to be happy about that. Yeah. Well, it's just sad that I'm really sad that I was gone when he was here. I was overseas, and so... You know, never got a chance to. He didn't. He didn't. I, I, I was even here. watch he him play. Shit. It was my my highlight was meeting his dad, who was wearing full RJ Hampton's gears on um, Ponsonby Road. He um he only played in like eight games. He played an awesome game um in the head to head with uh, Lamelo Ball, and then kind of he got injured after that and couldn't play much. Did I have I told you about either my plan to not yeah, creepily right. like befriend him? Okay. I just wanted to get. I couldn't. If I could engineer myself in his inner circle, <laughs> what I was going to do is just like go to his dad, be like, "I'm, I'm like an above average intelligence guy. I've got no <laughs> ulterior motives other than this. I'll like give you sage advice from what little I know about the world. But if I'm in a town that RJ works, or RJ's playing at, he's got to get me tickets. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> and you, anything you can ask me, I'll give you impartial advice. That's a good deal, eh? So if he came up to you and goes, "Hey, mm. RJ's thinking of getting a tattoo of a, a lifelike tattoo of Michael Jackson on his leg," how would you how would you respond to that? I'd be like, "Maybe let's just like you know, if this was five years ago, maybe I'd say, I'd say like maybe just wait it out, see if the <laughs> see if things turn back in MJ's favor." And spoiler alert, they're not going to. <laughs> um, I had a similar thought when 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 he was announced as coming. I um I well just that I was I was like I, I gotta try and What is wrong him. with you guys? But my biggest guys, regret... we're too old for this. JT, you're how old? Thirty five? Yeah, but I I could pass for twenty five, no problem. <laughs> Paul, you're an adult man. You can't just turn up and try and hang out with some nineteen year old boys. That's strange behavior. That's what Rich Paul did. What's his name? <laughs> That's exactly what he did. 
Yes, John. Good, 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 good counter. <laughs> yeah, he met LeBron he in the airport, you think I he think? Just, oh, it's like, that's a real meet cute. Bumped into yeah. him. Oh, hey, who are you? Never, have never heard of you. Yeah. Yeah, and he, happ- he happened to be wearing exactly like some the real sh- rare Exactly um, the one LeBron wanted. Jersey oh, or oh, something. Oh, what a cool you doing? I love yeah. the idea of um, JT yeah. hanging around Auckland International Airport wearing a size medium Kevin Durant jersey, hoping that he'll catch RJ Barrett's eye. Wearing the Michael Jackson Thriller costume, the jacket. <laughs> yeah. um, yes. Imagine that. How, how, how long do you reckon until I get arrested if I was aimlessly hanging around Auckland Airport head to toe in Michael Jackson paraphernalia? I am, um, but my, my biggest regret is when Guy and I got our exclusive tour. I think, did we talk about this on the podcast? I think I assume we did. This was like two years ago now. Actually, two years ago. It wasn't as good a, a story as it was our actual experience. Experience, I think. yeah. But we got an exclusive tour of the Brooklyn Nets training facility. And up on the court, the practice court, um, there on an exercycle, we met Sean Marks, GM of the Brooklyn Nets. And later that night, I was like, I should have shot, t- shot my shot. Not not literally on the because we were on a basketball court and there were a lot of balls which I did touch because every player touched them. But um, I was like, what I wanted to do was just say, can I? I promise I won't do anything with it. <laughs> if you give me your email address, <laughs> I will send one email a year <laughs> before the draft with my thoughts, and that's it. I'll never share it with anyone. I'll never send you spam. That's it. One email a year. You don't even have to read it. How could you say no to that? Exactly. I was like, there's no and downside. Would you, in part of this presentation, Paul, would you have like gone over your scouting pedigree? Like, no. Would you have, oh, yeah, that's even better. <laughs> um, well, I didn't have any pedigree at the time. What was I going to say? Oh, I was high on Stanley Johnson, man. Stanley Johnson, I thought was going to be great. Um, I mean, you could have said anything. You, had, you could have just been like, uh, you could have just lied and said, I picked. You want to go and honest stuff. You're going to build this business <laughs> relationship with Sean Marks. Yeah. Actually, I, I mean, I, I've got, I, I've got some good um, strings to my bow when it comes to picking. This year, who did I say in, in the chat was my guy? Hallie Burden. How good? How good? Is, is he doing well? I don't know. I don't, I don't really watch the NBA. He's amazing. Uh, ha, okay. Yeah, he's real good. Um, but obviously there's the odd miss, but, um, but Paul, another, another question for you while just on this magic trade, what, um, Aaron Gordon going for number 50, did that, what did you think of that? Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't see that. Yeah. And, and can you take a guess why he's number 50? Uh, cause he's Mr. 50. That's right. Dunk on baby. Yeah. So good. I never, I never did really did my review of the doco. I think it was called Mr. 50. Check it in now. <laughs> Oh, Paul, Paul, we didn't even know. What do you mean you never did? Oh, we didn't even know that this watch. product existed or that this was a thing in the world. <laughs> it's on YouTube, I think. Uh, it's free online. You can watch it. It's an Aaron Gordon getting robbed doco called Mr. 50. And it's great. Great footage of him rehearsing his dunks. Um, great. And how many start? What would you give it out of 50? 50. It was well, a perfect 50 for sure. <laughs> so, question, Paul. A couple of questions here, actually. One, so during lockdown, you, a lot of the magic were getting into music videos and you shared some great content. Yes. But uh, yeah, I've noticed sort of since the season started up, have they dried up or have you just not been watching them? 
I think there's they've dried up a bit. Um, I haven't seen any recently. But the other day, I did get a song in my stuck in my head, and it went like this: I pull up, I pull up, no problem. I pull up, and it's the Aaron Gordon hit "Pull Up." Um, so, as a musician yourself, Paul, uh, so mm. one thing that surprises me is that you would go to all that um, work to produce a video, and then just be like, oh, "I'm going to stop there." Clocked music. Now all I got to do is <laughs> get back to the dunk com now. <laughs> no, well, um, you know, with music, it comes in 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 waves and cycles, like. He's now probably back in the kitchen working on the follow-up uh, follow stuff. But, you know, it, you can't just be constantly cranking out a song and video every week. Um, but I might not have gone into this, but Chuma Okiki released an album. Damn, full album. Yes. And his is like, his is kind of crazy. Like, it doesn't really sound like anything. <laughs> It's like, I guess maybe it's like similar to like... Like a concept album, rock opera. No, it's like, it's like almost from a different time. Like it reminds me almost of like some old kind of Andre 3000 kind of style stuff. Um, when you said different time, I was thinking like further back than like 30 years, but I guess that's, yeah. that is a long time now. Like it's quite hypnotic. I, I, I was thinking, I was thinking 1930s. No, no, no. But it's quite hypnotic. It's like, um, it's like, I'm stuck in a box. Tell me. How do I get out? That's the bit, <laughs> that's the bit I remember. I think he's he's um, annoyed about being stuck in a box because of his basketball talents, which we should talk about. Chuma Okiki, or as I've been nicknaming him, I don't know if anyone else has called him this, but uh, Chuma Othriki, with a three instead in there, Clever. Um, has arrived. Oh, he's so good. Well, he's, he's, he's pretty good, and he's going to be great. And those $16 cameos that I bought are looking like an absolute steal. He's already... Absolute he's steal. He's already... Um, his price has already gone up to uh, to $41. So I think I got them for 16 Wow. Hey, yeah. I've, got an, I've got a business idea here. You know how the world is totally rational and cool and it definitely makes sense people investing in like crypto shit coin mm -hmm. and like <laughs> nfts and stuff yeah when you get a cameo it should be an nft and so like you get if you get an early it becomes mm. rarer that's a very good that's a very good idea can you just i've vaguely heard about nfts being like digital artworks oh. can you vaguely explain <laughs> what that is jt sure they're just so dumb the whole thing the whole world is so stupid like what you know when you know what the tulip crisis was right uh back in the day in denmark so, in, uh, in Holland. Holland. They're the same country to me. Yeah, people started trading tulips, and then the demand that and prices just inflated. But people were only buying them to trade them to other people. There's no like in, intrinsic value to tulips, right? So like that to me was always told as a warning, right? Yeah. Of where crazy market, uh, crazy inflation. But now that it's like the whole world strategy, like everyone's just like, let's. This is a totally cool, rational way to use all of our world's resources. Yeah. So whereas like two years ago you'd just have a GIF, now some cool like Silicon Valley tech guys like, fuck that GIF. I'm gonna put it on the blockchain so that it can never be repeated in that exact form, and I'm gonna use like the power of five households all year round, just so some guy who's a fucking idiot <laughs> can show off that he's got forty million dollars to spend on it. Wow. And so apply that logic to anything you can think of. Basketball cards. Freelancers are now like NFTing them, their own freelance work. It is so dumb, but this is the world we live in. 
Basketball cards um, really fascinate me. I watched um, Australian uh, TV show about them. It's really interesting that like, um, yeah, just like people, it's like men, we just like, we get to like 14 and whatever our favorite thing is, for me, it's like basketball shirts and soccer jerseys. We just, just waste way too much money on those things for some reason. And it's welcome to capitalism. (laughs) But why are we locked in? Why don't we improve? Like, why are we locked into like what we were doing when we were 13? Because that's how we're raised. Like that's what our society raised us to be just like consuming beasts. And and it and it and it like raises. There's a whole lot of stuff about collection. There's an interesting New York Times article that basically was like rich people are bored, so they're collecting things again. And that's all consuming is. But it just by collecting something, you, you like you look for something because it's rare or there's a backstory. Mm. It helps justify internally your just rampant consumerism. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that and that good feeling. Like I um. I needed a new hard drive recently and just like, I just got so excited. Just the idea of purchasing a hard, it's a hard drive, the most boring silver box you can get, but I was going to get a fancy one. It was just such an exciting thing to buy. It's just sad that, that this is what my life is coming to. Get that lacy rugged. That's what I was going for. I was going for a lacy. Yeah. All about the lacy baby. Yeah. Have you guys already got lacy. I'm sponsored. I, I have to say that. I'm going to buy a, a, a Porsche. Sim- I got the Porsche design. Wow. That's a sexy hard drive. Oh whoa! JT just pulled out his fancy hard drive. Oh, it's funny how I can't yeah. see um, JT's video. Whoa, you're joking! I no, I assumed he was like doing his like probably tape over the camera. No, I want them. Don't watching. want the CIA JT, watching. Do you, do you have jet tape over your camera? No, I can see both you guys. How come you can't see me? Oh no, my video's been off. Oh, remember I was a I was apologizing about my messy room, and before I was doing that, before you said oh three key. Oh wow. Yeah, sorry about that. I was, I was, I, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was watching you. For some reason, it was coming through for me. Um, JT, what other, what other big uh, trade deadline moves fascinated you? Just mm-hmm. before we move Ooh. on, yes or no answer, Paul? Has the has the music talent, the, the musical talent pool at the Orlando Magic <laughs> increased or decreased? Uh, these too, too early. Th- firstly, thank you for the question. A, a very good one. Um, hard. It's too early to tell because obviously we've lost. One of the music studs in Aaron Gordon, um, but who's to say what talents we've brought in with the new guys? Um, and I'd like to say I'm so excited about the new guys. It has been a long time dream of mine to see Otto Porter Jr. in an Orlando Magic uniform. Nearly every trade idea I've suggested on Magic Reddit ever has had him involved. <laughs> <laughs> and so for him to I don't know how long he'll be here if he's going to be here long term or or for not very long I think his contract ends at the end of the year um, so I presume probably he won't be here very long but uh, man it, it's been it's been fun watching him the last two days did, did the Magic get some high picks? like what really did they get out yeah, of this? yeah a bunch of picks and then um, a few young and Gary Harris yeah. And RJ Hampton. Yeah, and Wendell Carter Jr., some young players and picks. Just, you know, like the guys other teams have given up on. (laughs) Hey, uh, Paul, just one random um, side note. Uh, Good news for me, I've just checked my TAB and the $50 I put on Cole Anthony to win Rookie of the Year, Mm. it says suspended. So that must mean because the tab's so worried about the fact this is a lock now. Wow. (laughs) So they've suspended suspended bidding. Okay, Um, so should we move on? Oh, should we move on? Well, I'll just say, Wendell Carter Jr. today, huge in the clutch. 
multiple basically game-winning blocks, um, made a huge basket, and then set a dodgy kind of moving screen on the fast break to really for the basket that iced it. Nice. Huge game. Very nice. Right, guy. Now we're going to go to you, the non-trade. Kyle Lowry not going anywhere. What's going on? Yeah, in I was. They built up to Kyle Lowry getting traded, so they um, hyped it. You know, his last game was a classic Kyle Lowry game where he had like um, single-digit statistics, but had like a plus forty-two and the plus-minus. Like it was just kind of like all set up for him to leave. Like obviously, he didn't get clapped out of the um, the Air Canada Centre. What's it called now? I can't remember what the new name of it is. Anyway. Oh, well, well yeah, well, Tampa, whatever right? stadium he's playing. And the point is he, he it was doing this in front of like an empty stadium. So it's, it was pretty rough. But he seemed to have kind of like a spiritual send-off. So even though I was sad because I wanted Kyle Lowry just to ride it out now, I was being like, you want to keep some sort of identity with the team. Um, and I was kind of excited for him. I was excited for him to go to Philly and to um, for them to be like these this dark horse, you know, NBA favorite. And I, and I want to root for them. Sorry, I've got a liquid in my throat. Almost died. So um, uh, I'm, sad, I'm, I'm sad that he didn't go anywhere as the Raptors are just probably the worst team in the NBA. They're just spiraling into the dirt for no reason whatsoever. But they, um, they're just absolute garbage. I can't. Even, I don't even really know. To, I'm not even to say why they're so bad, but they're just absolute shithouse. And um, yeah, it's, it's pretty grim for old Kyle Lowry, unfortunately. And I, I do kind of hope he leaves in the offseason and, and has one last... Um, uh, swing going home to Philly. Great answer, guy. Thanks, man. Um, so I, the other ones to touch on: uh, Lou Williams going to the to the Hawks and then threatening to retire. Great, perfect, very on brand for Lou. Love to see it. One of the weirdest decisions. Rajon, Rajon Wanda, Rondo, though, what a disaster! Like, what a evil genius. The way he goes to a bad team. Um, gets a huge payout, and then but then plays so badly that he gets like waived or traded away to a contender <laughs> for the playoffs. Like it's actually evil genius because like he his actual value is so low. But he yeah I don't know how he's done it like three times in a row. But he won a championship last year. He was amazing in the playoffs, and now he's back on a contender. It's unbelievable. So uh, so I think I've clocked Rondo's strategy, and I want to try this theory out. So previously, people like playoff Rondo, he like. He just is a lot better in the playoffs. But I think he's doing what you're saying, which is intentionally lowering himself all year, like just not trying at all, then looking good in playoffs. I'm going to get a mean contract now. It's genius. It actually is. It actually is genius. Um, I I think he's going to run out of steam, though. Like the the Clippers already are a very psychologically fragile team. And to throw that hand grenade into that locker room, it's. I just don't have any faith in the Clippers, eh? Well, they got exposed today by the ma- by a bit of pure magic. <laughs> um, I enjoyed Terrence Ross um, tweeting, uh, I know it's a classic shitty meme, I'm the captain now, but when yeah. everyone got traded away and he tweeted, I'm the captain yeah. now, it was quite funny. The magic, um, like, before the trade, I was thinking how, obviously I see them because I follow all the magic players, but um, even Fournier is quite funny, almost accidentally. Like he'll just tweet things like, "What is your favorite <laughs> Harry Potter movie?" And then, um, in the comments, um, Matthew Lewis, uh, who starred in the New Zealand film Baby Done, Baby, yeah, Baby Done, Baby Done last year, he um, and he played uh, uh, Neville Longbottom in the Harry Potter films. 
Is he the one that got ripped? Yes, yes. Or did, oh, they all get ripped. Uh, I guess, yeah, but he, he famously got ripped after playing Neville Longbottom. He lives in Orlando and supports the Orlando Magic. And he uh, he commented on it saying, um, like, Deathly Hallows part one, maybe. And um, and Fournier roasted him back, being like, that's <laughs> just because you had heaps of lines in that one. Um, but anyway... Do you reckon that's a do you reckon that's a little um a little nod? Do you reckon maybe the world of Hogwarts is real? And that's why so he like went to Orlando to support the magic as like a clue. I think for definitely. Because why else it's, would you live in Orlando as a place? Like, it's, it's weird. It's very strange decision making. Universal Studios, Harry Potter, Wizarding World of Harry Potter is. Yeah, but he's done work there, doesn't he? Uh no, but if they do whenever they open a new ride, it's easy <laughs> for him to show up. <laughs> How how much money do you reckon it would take? So let's so I know that guy's been in other movies and stuff, so it's good for you. But how? So say you're long bottom and you, the Harry Potter franchise ends, and you're like, I can't get work. How much money would you do you think you'd take for you to be just full time, like goofy style, but working at Disneyland and the Harry Potter exhibit, <laughs> like <laughs> not in a much? costume, <laughs> not in a costume, well, in like a Neil, robe, in a robe, as, having to be in character as Neil Longbottom, Neil. Yeah, that's his name, isn't it? Neville. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm not a Potterhead. Okay. Yeah, do you reckon he'd be doing it for like six figures or he'd be wanting a mill? He's never going to get another acting job again in this world. Um, yeah, definitely do it for six figures. He'd do it for six figures now. He's king. <laughs> do you think that why he's moved there just in the hopes that he'll like plant the seed and one of the someone at Universal would go, I think old Neville does live nearby actually. It is weird, like British people just seem to love Florida. Paul's soccer team Fulham was sponsored by Florida. Florida, I love visiting there. I love looking at the freak show that it is. But it's gotta be one of my I can't think of a worse place in the world. I'd I'd rather live in a war torn Syria. Okay, that was that was not true. No, nah, that was not true. But but Florida's bad. Hell no. Um, uh, I actually think that's such a good idea, JT. Like when you think about how many, so maybe not, um, Matthew Lewis, but you know, there's like a lot of kind of minor, um, Harry Potter characters who go around doing the like Armageddon conventions. Exactly. It's a logical extension, right? Yeah. Like even with, even with the ex-survivors, they're all on cameo, right? They're like stoked to be doing 10 or, or math married at first sight people. They're stoked to be doing cameos at 25 bucks a pop. They should just all move to a theme park and have like mass world and just live there. Yeah. And just like be paid like 50 grand and just be a permanent, but like that's a logical conclusion for cameo. Wait, wait, wait. It's all a good idea, JC, until the part where you're like, it's paid 50 grand. Where's this 50 grand coming from? But but what's like, you know, do you, uh, what's like, you know, Bobby or, or John Bo from Math Season 1 doing now? <laughs> yeah, they're nothing. This is a... like, there's only so many charcoal toothpaste advertisements to go around. <laughs> you don't, I don't think you understand this. People age and get older. You're not going to see Neville Longbottom having, hanging out in the magical world of Harry Potter. You're going to see a 35-year-old man lurking around the magical world of Harry Potter. Yeah, but do it just age up in character. Be like, oh, I've got a family now. I live. <laughs> like that, like what they did with that real bad um, makeup to Daniel Radcliffe in the last one. And so don't you think also, just talking Wait, Harry Potter. you're saying you're not a Harry Potter fan. What, no, what but is this there's Daniel one thing, Radcliffe makeup? But there's one thing that always real I really hated about the Harry Potter because Sophia watches them on repeat, so I have a vague understanding of the plot. At the end, so Harry's like tormented by like those 
like the state, right? Like there's basically a, like a deep state. Yeah. That comes after Harry all throughout the movies. Yeah. It's very chic. It's just ringing some bells for me. Yeah. So basically the deep state is secretly out for Harry. Yeah. Then at the end of the movie, they're like, oh, Harry, what do you do? And he's like, I'm, I'm an FBI agent, basically. He's turned deep state and no one's <laughs> anything. It's so strange. Yeah. If you were to- if you were like tortured and chased around for years by these like ghouls, yeah, like the sick the magic police, why would you you grow up and be like, nah. you know what, I want to be magic police? He's not really chased by them. They um, then they lock up his uncle and kill him. That Remus. <laughs> it's you. I you, I think he JT's uh, raises very good points. Eh? But if if you also if if you see, you know, crooked magic cops. Then maybe that might inspire you to grow up and be different, you know, and and um and be a good one. And he's he's a buddy deep state. Um, <laughs> I I've got, I, I, I've got an apology to make. I just want to apologise to the Charlotte um uh Hornets and what's the name of that white guy? Gordon Hayward. Uh, Gordon Hayward. I predicted that that was a terrible trade, and I still th- I still think it was a bizarre and terrible accusation accusation accusation. Uh, it was a bad trade for them, or a bad ac- acquisition. Well, I can't say that word. It was bad for them to get him for that much money. But somehow, because the East is so bad that you can be the fifth seed with like a 500 record, like the Knicks and the Hornets are doing, it somehow has worked out for them. And it's so depressing that this is going to buoy the Hornets into thinking they're good because they're having a decent season because the NBA, the Eastern Conference is, as usual, so bad. I've got two things to say to that. Yeah. One, Charlotte's been absolutely primed for like to be a cool team for ages. So I'm stoked it's happening and I'm stoked it's Gordon Haywood and Lamello and I'm I'm loving it. Right, second is while we're making apologies to white guys, I've got a couple of apologies <laughs> to make. Okay. Donald Trump. Well, no, one he, is to the, he, one, knew, he knew too much. One is to the, <laughs> one is to the fan of uh, all Celtics fans because they're hundred percent white guys. And I want to apologize that you don't watch enough magic basketball. <laughs> so it's really a shame on you because otherwise you wouldn't get upset as a big donut from Evanfornia. You'd know you could, you could go from one and Paul back me up. You could watch a magic game on Tuesday and think Evanfornia is the worst player in the world. And two days yeah. later, you think he's the best player oh, in the world. Yeah. That is the Evanfornia experience. So shame on you. Um, and who's the, other? Oh, and the second white guy apology I got to do as on uh, who's the Plumley? There's one Plumley left, right? Whoever that Plumley is, they're all shit. <laughs> Historically, hate the Plumleys. And then I saw that. Oh, have you seen that awesome, uh, like al- almost sham guy oh, triple yeah. dunk that Plumley did? Yeah, yeah. So apologize. <laughs> He's back, baby. Next Jokic. What about? Um, did you guys see Westbrook with the dunk of the year today? Um, but he did it with 30 seconds left, down 10. Still the um, man. Just drove the lane and racked on the Hornets, and it was just yeah, it was funny. Because Westbrook's them. already Westbrook has clocked the NBA. He knows you just like don't have to win at all. You don't have to play winning basketball. Just put up put up mean stats and mm. mean highlight plays, and that's all you got to do, baby. What's the name of that thing that they talk about on Reddit all the time now? It's called like the um, Diane Kruger effect or something like that. The the Dunning where you think you're the smartest person, but actually you're the dumbest person. Dunning Kruger. Diane Kruger's an actress. Diane Kruger, yeah, it's not that. <laughs> Dunning Kruger or whatever. The Dunning Kruger effect is when you think you're smart and you're uh, you're actually dumb. Are, and we still, are we still describing what guys? <laughs> no, that's the only way I can describe Dunning Kruger. Way, Dunning Kruger. That's the only way I can describe like Westbrook's like um, lack of awareness 
um, as he he just continues to jack jack up badge uh, jump shots. Um, yeah, we've got to get Westbrook hate in every podcast. But I think so. Looking at looking at that. Um, Looking at that Dana Kruger thing, though, I think Westbrook has—he knows exactly what he's doing, and he knows, like, looking at that um, that 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 circle or whatever, that 99.9% of NBA fans are at the exact point where they know they have total confidence, but know absolutely nothing. So all he has to do is put highlights up, and he'll sell loads of shoes. Like, I think he's clocked it. Nah. And case in point for this would be when um, Lamarcus Aldridge went, uh, uh, Aldridge went to Brooklyn. I went on Twitter and there's like nothing but water war memes <laughs> of the Avengers being like these seven all stars had to team up. Lamarcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin sucks. Lamarcus Aldridge sucks. Yeah. And, the, and the, even one guy like put DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan is so bad. Does he even play now? Yeah. Like yeah. he's literally only there because he's, he's Kevin Durant's friend. Also, none of these players, they're all offensive. If they've got anything left, it's offensive ability. And that's the one thing that they don't need in Brooklyn. Um, it's... Well, you got James Harden, just pass him the ball. Yeah. Well, you can have Lamarcus Aldridge just wanting to back, play a little mid-range, just like back someone down. Oh, can't wait. I I, I am going to say this, though, and I, I think this is a take that I say all the time, so excuse me if I'm just a tedious old guy. This has got to be the worst NBA season that I can remember since back in the days when the Magic used oh, to make the finals with Dwight Howard. Like, this is so... It's so dire. Like, it's... We're just waiting, basically, for Brooklyn to play Los Angeles in the final. And it's like, maybe the Clippers will be able to beat the Lakers, but assuming the Lakers are healthy, it seems hard. Come playoff time, it's going to be great, I reckon. Um, Yeah, but it's a long wait for that, right? Not really. There's not that long to go, isn't there? I thought there was like 20-something games. There's just so little going on. I feel like teams don't care. The Clippers lose to the, the Magic they don't care. Like, oh, they cared. No, they cared. And honestly, the Lakers should have lost to them yesterday as well. But um, the Lakers are ruined though without. Their yeah, but uh, I've never been. Uh, no, that's not true. But man, I got annoyed at the end of Magic Lakers yesterday. Where what's Dennis Schroeder drawing the soft? So the Magic were in the penalty. So um, that's obviously not ideal for a close fourth quarter finish. But Dennis Schroeder was just drawing the softest fouls and they were giving it to him. I genuinely wanted to edit. I was like, if I have time, I'm going to edit a little super cut of this and um, put it on the internet. Are you guys Are you guys watching games, though? Like, this is just, like, such a weird regular season. It's It really is kind of dying, eh? Well, I'm just excited because the magic, the defensive potential of this team. So today they had, like, it was a legit basketball score. None of this 130, 135. Like the end score was like 93, 91 or something. Like that's what I'm talking about. JT, you dark on the NBA? Yeah, the only game, so I'm only watching Pelicans games and that's just to see, be constantly uh, vindicated about Zion Williamson. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, for a start... You're not some genius who predicted the number one pick being a success. Like he's he's the most hyped player since LeBron. You sound like a hater right now. <laughs> secondly, <laughs> secondly, um, I, I I did want to question Zion because what was interesting is I hated Zion in his first year because he was so hyped. Remember, he wasn't even playing because he got injured in preseason, so he didn't even play like the first half of the season. And the talk about him was insane. He hit like two threes in his first game. People lost their minds. He was such a big deal. He was the focal point of all marketing. And he wasn't very good, right? He was just a rookie. 
struggling, right? This year, he is playing, and he is very good. Like, he is really on track to be, like, quite a dominant player, assuming he doesn't get injured again. And I feel like the heat is just so much less. I'm really interested. And I, mm. my theory is it's because he's not a good dunker like they predicted he would be. His game is kind of ugly and boring. So everyone's oh, just like, they've so, pulled resources out of Zion. So that's the point where I feel vindicated, right? I don't feel specifically vindicated that I thought he was going to be good, but specifically he was going to be like an un, sort of, uh, what's the word, like unpredicted analytics darling. Like he's the reverse of a Steph Curry, right? He does nothing but just crash into three people in the paint. It's like, it's unbelievable to watch. He's too fast to guard, for a big guy to guard him. So he just jumps into three people. Yeah. Um, another yeah. another thing that's like really hampering his visibility is I honestly think the Pelicans are like the least talked about or shown team. Um, at least in my world, like I just... I, I, in your world, the magic of the most talked yes, about. Yes, you know, so but it's like not really like, a, a good world. I'm constantly seeing like stuff about the Cavaliers and like Colin Sexton and stuff, and like yeah. even I guess I don't really hear anything about like the Pistons, but um, like I'm constantly hearing stuff about the Wizards, um, the uh, the Timberwolves, even the Rockets. I'm like every day I'll see something about the Rockets, um. <laughs> The Kings often popping up, but the Pelicans, like, genuinely, I, I like they're the team that I most forget exists as a team. I'm, I'm imagining Paul's world right now, and it's just nothing. It's just like a blank globe with the Magic Stadium and you and Neville Longbottom just constantly <laughs> shaking hands outside while Jimmy, 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 a three key sings you ballads about I'm, I'm stuck in a box. Yeah. On tonight, a documentary about when Aaron Gordon didn't win the dunk contest. And if you miss it tonight, don't worry, it's on every night. <laughs> Paul, did he did he produce that documentary? Like, is he in it? Um, it's it's on his YouTube channel, yes, and it's oh, it's so nineteen minutes long. It's on on YouTube. It's called Aaron Gordon, Mister Fifty. And does does he like do interviews about his um, failed dunk contest? Oh, it's un- you got to watch it. It's unreal. Um, a good upvote. Um, ratio of nine thousand thumbs ups and only a hundred and ten dislikes. I just want to. I just want to watch the. Creators. Sorry, make that nine thousand and one up upvotes because I just gave them one. I just want to see the credits just to see if Neil Longbottom was a producer or director <laughs> or somehow involved. Because I be, I he's the interviewer. He's off camera. Can we stop? Maybe we should start a. Maybe we should start a Patreon and um, only have one membership level, and it's a hundred dollars a month. <laughs> and the only thing we do for that is an extra is we'll watch that once a month. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of speak, oh sorry, one thing on the magic, um, Paul. I'm very surprised that you haven't brought up the other big magic name in the trades. Mm. Your man, Wes. I wonder. He's going to the Pelicans. Oh, and uh, don't you wish you'd kept the Pelicans in the trade last last week, well, last month? I um I didn't know about that because he's because he was already gone from the magic. Wait, so not a once you go, you're not a magic man for life. No, you are, but just uh, my finger's not as on the pulse with you once you're gone. Um, I I only just found out from you about Evan Fournier's historic first game. He became full zero. I think he, across. Yeah, the board. I think he, I think he became the first player with more than ten shot attempts to score zero on debut or something. I feel bad for him. Even Fournier to me is like the exact reverse of Kevin Durant. I feel like he's such a healthy, happy person 
that like bombing horrifically just won't affect like he'll be disappointed as a professional but i feel like it won't affect his self-esteem he knows his self <laughs> self-worth you know like that's the impression oh I yeah get from Evan he um while we're talking about good youtube content his channel is is awesome <laughs> um yeah great he's got a great series called fournier for real um check that out what does he do what does he do on the series uh, each series <laughs> each episode has a different kind of theme so like when guy and i were in orlando we went to um his hairdressers because one of the episodes was um on hair because that's a big thing for him i think one's not maybe on his dog um one's just about life on the road and it's quite cool when, when he says when he says um when he says uh hair is a big thing it's because he got a bad dye job and he claims it made his hair fall out and so it's, it's very traumatic it no his hair turned to straw <laughs> and um i think it was already starting to bald a bit but it turned to straw and that was like the final gut punch but now he goes and he gets special cuts where they kind of like um cut it and then they spray it in heaps of stuff which almost looks like they're spraying fake hair they won't have that in boston r.i.p a fallen angel so final final uh, trade i wanted to discuss um i just want you i want you to grade i'm not going to name the team but i'm just give me a grade you might guess the team sacramento no (laughs) okay (laughs) Just think, keep these players in mind. Okay. In. Kelly Olenek. <laughs> Avery Bradley. <laughs> uh, hang on a second. Who else did they get? Oh, this is going back a while. Damn, I should have prepared this. DJ Wilson. DJ Augustin. Okay, out. PJ Tucker. <laughs> James Harden. <laughs> Victor Oladipo. <laughs> Okay, grade that team. <laughs> is this one of the worst? And I saw an article today where Raphael Stone, the GM, was like, 100%, do those trades again, baby. This. Only one of those players was an asset, James Harden, and they did all right for him. Uh, you're right that they they should, they should could have got good assets back. Like, I don't know why they went. No, they did. Augustine. <laughs> Former Magic. But if, but if But even if they did all right in the first trade, it's sort of like the equivalent of being like, I'm going to sell you an egg for $10. And then be like, I've got ten dollars now. I'm just going to rip this ten dollars up and throw it away. But the the initial <laughs> deal was good. You know, <laughs> it's bad shit. No, they're gonna they're gonna no, they're gonna they're gonna rebuild. You're being you you've got a weird slant on the rockets. I think like they're, they're they're tanking, but like that's a legitimate NBA strategy. And they weren't going to do. PJ Tucker was worth nothing. Victor Oladipo is worth nothing, unfortunately. So what does this strategy get? Like, have no salaries so they can take on bad contracts for picks? Yeah. Okay, well, I respect that. If Tillman ends up paying, I'll eat my hat. No, no, no. I didn't say he's going to end up paying. I'm no, saying... you did. No, <laughs> you did. It's on. Anyway, anyway, and if if he if he doesn't end up paying, guy has to eat his hat. <laughs> yeah, that's the deal. It's the hat deal. That's the deal. I don't, okay, I, 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 I want to. I want to say buy a hat. Sorry, final words. Yeah, you saying you words. don't eat? You are you honestly saying on the record you don't own a hat? This no, is you're going to be cast as a liar. I own a big brim summer hat. Sorry, oh, that's why you didn't want to own up to it because you don't want to eat that. <laughs> and, and I got a huge head, and not many hats fit my head, so I had to get a special one for Japan. <laughs> Paul, um, it's a feast. Paul, a what feast was your final? Hat. What was your final comments? Um, oh, it's not. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm gonna say stat line, and you guys um, can give me some words to describe this player. Seventeen point eight points. Per game. Chuma Kiki. Three three pointers. Chuma. Four point eight rebounds. Oh. 
2.3 assists. Cheeky. 1.3 steals. Probably like a, a sample size like over the last two games. 0.3 blocks. Shooting a field goal percentage of 62%. And free throw percentage of 83%. What are some words you would chuck out there? God. Flame on. Tumor. The greatest. Greatest of all time. Three key. You might be thinking, is that, um, is that, uh, freaking LeBron James? LeBron James? No. I like how you were struggling to name a good NBA player to, to finish this job. That deadline sounds like Russell Westbrook to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's Schumer. Oh, three key. Yeah. Over how many games? Over how many games? Four, uh, last four games. Yeah. Oh, that's that's okay. fine. That's 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 four. That's fine. I know that's stats. Heat. That's enough. Two of those are post the trade as well. So he's been given the keys and he is unlocking a lot of doors for this franchise. Are the Magic still playing in the NBA or have they gone down to like the Big East or something like that? No, they're they're in they're in Oh, what about okay, one last thing. We didn't really do um, Magic Mayhem, but We talked um, about magic the whole the whole yeah, podcast. This has been a lot of mayhem. I know, I know, but we didn't we didn't officially exclusive, 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 exclusive. I want to give a huge, huge th- uh, shout out and thank you to the Lakeland Magic G League champions. Wow! What? Congratulations. If that is not a sign that the franchise is heading in the right direction, I don't know what is. Oh, that's positive. That yeah. the G League affiliates are winning titles, and Mo Bamba has also arrived. Is he playing in the G League? No, he's a, he's playing for the Orlando Magic. Are the Magic? Um, is the Magic main team playing in the G League? No. Now? Hey, Paul, I've got a genius idea. Absolutely genius. Yes. So on seasons like this, where the Magic really don't have a chance, they mm-hmm. could just move to Universal Studio full time. Just play there from like nine to five against like a Harlem Globetrotter style, but they're like scripted games, <laughs> <laughs> so they don't get injured. No, just like give the fans, you know, like give fans the NBA a full NBA experience. Yeah, <laughs> only if Neville Longbottom can be running the point, dressed in his robes. <laughs> Yeah, he comes in. He's for Team Hogwarts. Yes, that's it. It's Magic versus Hogwarts. Oh, my God. It's perfect. <laughs> this week at Universal Orlando, see your favorite NBA stars, including Terrence Ross and Chuma Okiki, Uh-oh. take on your favorite Harry time. Potter legends. Let the magic begin only at Universal Studios Florida. Man, I would pay big money. <laughs> hey, um, before we go, there's one other thing that... Did you guys... So, did you guys know anything about Barstool Sports? Because I've done a deep dive and I'm willing to give you my two-minute summary. I, I, I actually love to hear. Paul has somehow gone offline, but um, we'll figure that out later. Um, just su- summarize it for me, Barstool Sports, the podcast network. So it's atrocious. Have you ever seen them on Twitter? They're like, to me, it's like if the Proud Boys were slightly more misogynistic than racist <laughs> and pretended to like sports. Oh my I god! Don't, and this Dave Portnoy, who runs it, is exactly what Gavin McInnes would be if, again, he was slightly less overtly racist and way, way like less fashionable. I is just he, um, 
Gavin McGuinness is the founder of the Proud Boys, am I right? Proud Boys and Vice, yeah. Yeah. Who was it? It's at least like a stylish dresser. This Portnoy <laughs> character absolutely sucks. And he posted a, the reason I like, I, I went to his thing because I was trying to get some more Rappaport background. And his pinned tweet is a video, a two minute or like a five minute video of him in some sort of legal disposition. And he describes it as getting it uh, in honor of Rappaport getting his ass kicked in court. Here's the time I put his lawyers in a mental torture chamber. Now I'm not going to go through the seven minute 46 video, but it's, it's like, basically this is it. Um, can you read this text for me? And Portnoy will be like, I sent this text to guy. Whoa, those lawyers didn't know <laughs> what hit them. <laughs> Fucking hell, what? this world sucks. So so the Basel sports culture is like, they talk about sports, but they're, but they're also are really sexist. Yeah, so I went I went on Twitter to being like, man, Kevin Durant will be getting dragged right now. And it's nothing but these, they call themselves stoolies. Nothing but stoolies under Rappaport being like, man, you you spend a lot of time as a villain, you become the hero. Go KD. Like, yeah, <laughs> kick his ass. It's like... <laughs> It's about adult men. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty grim out there. And um, Barstool Sports, if you're listening, we'd love to get hosted on your network. Uh, sign us up. Yeah, oh, if you're listening, I'm, if you're listening, I'm available. To be, to be, uh, <laughs> I'm a stoolie for life. Baby. Stoolie sounds like um, I, when I think of stool, I just think of um, anyway. We won't talk about it. Um, that's all for our podcast today. Paul has gone offline. Oh, Paul's back. He's back. I got to listen back to the podcast now. Just in, in time to say goodbye. Um, that's all for this week. I've been Guy Williams. I don't do that anymore. But I'm excited to hear where that riff went. JT, you going to sign off? Uh, yeah, I'm, J- I'm JT. Yeah. <laughs> Catch you later and goodbye. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.